Dutchy. What's up? What's up, dog? Chilling. Shut up. You shut up. Damn voice. This is the Bama Sports Review with the Moran Brothers. Bama Sports. Let's get into some BS. Welcome back to another episode of the Bama Sports Review. This is the 2021 playoff edition as Alabama faces the Cincinnati Bearcats in round one of the playoffs in Dallas, Texas, technically Arlington. And we are joined today by my co-host Joshua Moran, the man Moran, and Wild Bill and his Bama bullet points. And we are bringing back uh, one of our special guests from the 2021 season, Mr. Austin Dash, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Guys, I got to tell you, I'm a little worried. Uh, we got a uh, got a rematch with Joe Burrow coming up. He's got his uh, receiver, Jamar Chase. going to be a tough game. Especially after what he done today. Yeah, yeah. Not looking forward to playing him again. We must, be, we must be talking pro ball. Joe Burrow. We must be talking professional football. Oh, well, you, you said we were playing Cincinnati. I, so I... That's irrelevant. No, we're talking, Joshua, we're talking about the college football playoff presented by Dr. Pepper. Oh, not the, I thought Bama was playing the Bengals. <laughs> uh, hopefully the Bengals feel like they're uh, playing the Cincinnati I mean hopefully the Bearcats feel like they're playing uh, the, the Bengals but with that being said today's show is sponsored by Man versus Marriage the podcast you want to be a better man you want to be a better husband a better lover tune into Man versus Marriage the podcast and uh, go make all your wife's dreams come true all right, guys. What about we a couple? Do any of your dreams come true, though, with that? Yeah, they do. Sweet. I can uh, I can say with great honesty and integrity, after 22 years of marriage, my wife and I are going stronger than ever. We have lots and lots of great sex. We have a great relationship <laughs> with our family. And, uh, you know, our our relationship is improving. While it has its challenges, it is improving day by day. And you got to love that woman on purpose for a purpose. And we can help you do that. Well, don't after you hit about 15, you just, you know, you kind of throw in the towel and just, you know, you're <laughs> with that person for the rest of your life anyway. You know, Josh, that's what some people do. And they start to lead separate lives. But at Man versus Marriage, we teach you how to help your relationship evolve into the best relationship on planet Earth. If you lead separate lives, you always got something to talk about. That would be true, <laughs> except for when people start leading separate lives, they don't communicate anymore. That's cool, man. I'm just joshing. I know, <laughs> but I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. So here we go, guys. We're going to talk a little bit of Alabama football. And um, just, uh, just in the downtime, you know, since we last met, we had Christmas. So I want to wish our listeners and our our team here, Merry Christmas. Um, anybody got any highlights they want to talk about? Oh, we, we've had a great time. Yeah, it was a great Christmas, actually. 
We've been down here with uh, Amber and Austin, so it's all good. We That's cooked wonderful. a uh, we cooked the prime rib roast. That's, Very nice. Was, yeah, man, they're awesome. We uh, I smoked four racks of ribs and uh, about twelve or fifteen chicken thighs, and then we had we ate like there was no tomorrow, and it was mighty, mighty, mighty good. That ain't all he smoked. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hey, he's in California. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I'm glad everybody had a great Christmas, uh, Uncle Bill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's dying? Who's dying? You all right, bud? No. <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm glad you're on the mend, but after that hack job, how are you okay? <laughs> that Omicron. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, thank goodness. No, 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 no. Well, um, as we line up here to talk about the first round of the playoffs, uh, I mean, we could talk a little bit about Georgia and Michigan as well, but I'm going to kind of set the stage here with what my thoughts are on this game, and then I'll go around to each of you. I know Austin's going to have one or two facts about Cincinnati um, that we can look forward to hearing, but uh, I think this will be the tale of two Alabama teams, and I don't know which one shows up. Now, hear me out before you chastise me, if you you dare. But I think Alabama – just the way they played during the season, um, if they approach this game with the mentality that they approach the Georgia game, we are going to have a great time dominating the Bearcats. Now, the thing that um, the thing that's intriguing to me is Cincinnati has the weight of the Power Five conference. I mean, the Group of Five conference on their shoulders. They've complained, you know, South Florida, I, they've, the, the group of five have complained that they deserve a spot at the table. And now that solely rests upon Cincinnati and how they perform. It's going to be a do or die. So I know they are going to be taking this game extremely serious. They're going to, they're going to have the right focus, the attention to detail. It is going to be a major spotlight, but I, with, with that being said, I think if Alabama approaches this with the understanding that a Cincinnati's coming into this game and they're serious and B they don't look at them like a group of five, but like uh, an opponent who is standing in the way of another national championship. I believe Alabama can really, really thrive in this game. But if they, if they approach the week with a lack of focus, like it, uh, it seems like they've done in the past playing to the team um, that they're playing against that week, then we may be uh, in for a long game changed my mind Josh. Well, for, me, for me i i think that uh cincinnati is they're a really good team they've got a lot of starters returning they got a experienced quarterback they got good line i mean at every level of their team they pretty much have an nfl caliber player at least one um I, you know, this is obviously their Super Bowl. You know, they want to win two, but I would, I would say they'd be happy with winning one and losing the next one. They'd probably call that a win. Uh, Alabama's coming in there. I don't know. It's been two teams all year, but last time we saw them play, they put it all together and and were dominant on both sides of the ball. Uh, they could come in there and. 
Uh oh, Josh dropped out for a second. So I, I do agree. Just picking up there. There you are. You're back, Josh. Go ahead and finish up uh, what you were saying. It's the tell of two teams. Yeah, if Alabama shows up like they did against Georgia, it's going to be hard for Cincinnati to uh, – it'll be hard for anybody to beat that team. So, if they show up like they did against Georgia, I, I wouldn't say Cincinnati has too much of a chance. I would put it – I would think more along the lines of a Ole Miss-type game coming up because Cincinnati's the real deal. But I, yeah. I see us winning the game. I, I, I'm not going to I'm not gonna put a point total on it, though. Okay. Well, I, Uncle Bill, I mean, uh, I, I agree uh, with a lot that Josh said. What are your thoughts on the game as, uh, as we're just a few days out? Uh, pretty much the same. It, uh, the, the Georgia game showed our guys what they're capable of doing. If they prepare and get their mindset right. And, uh, Austin and I were talking last night, um, Cincinnati's played one really big time school this year, and that was Notre Dame. I believe that physically up front, we should be able to wear them down. Especially our defensive front rotating in and out. Because size does matter in games like this. Yep. And and I believe uh, that could be a big factor. From all that I've read, Brian Robinson's going to be pretty healthy, ready awesome. to go. Um so that's going to help. They're staying, saying Christopher <coughs> Allen may be back. Oh, wow. That'd be uh, great. Able to play. So that would help us at the linebacker position. Now, it's going to be a tough game. Cincinnati is a very formidable opponent. and uh, But I believe that they've seen what it takes to get mentally prepared for these games. And Cincinnati has never been in a situation like this. Right. Yeah, I know they played Georgia last year, but you're talking about the playoffs now. So it's a whole different atmosphere and surroundings. So I think that uh, uh, Alabama will be ready. We've got to stay away from the virus. Coach Saban said that there was over 90% of the team uh, fully vaccinated. So we should be hopefully in good shape uh, pertaining to the uh, all the protocols for that. I know that uh, yeah, unless they get about four hundred of those breakthrough cases. Bill O'Brien, <laughs> Bill O'Brien, and uh, the Doug Marone, they have been in quarantine. Uh, but other than that, I haven't heard uh, anybody, any of the players. I know they were supposed to report to Dallas today. Yeah, and I did see that uh, that press conference. Um, Alabama arrived today. The team and the coaching staff were going to group up about 1 p.m. Central Time and uh, kind of get their marching orders. And they had the, it, during the press conference, they, you know, most of the questions centered around COVID, COVID policy, what's happening. You know, there were some questions that were uh, about the team and the injuries that uh, needed to be reported. But overall, no real hard-hitting questions um, about the group. Just one question about Cincinnati and their quarterback. And then one more question about uh, 
Ford, their running back, which I believe must have been an Alabama transfer yes. and has uh, been having a whole lot of success. And Coach Saban did talk about um, how successful he had been, that he can run with speed. He can also run with power and he's a well-rounded back. So, you know, that is that's something I hope our defense um, pays attention to. Now, you're talking about Chris Allen being able to come back. That would be absolutely fantastic. I know when it seemed like the defense really performed well when Drew came back and I, I saw him, you know, playing Hawk around the ball a yeah. little bit. So I think we're in a great position here. Um, I'm interested, Austin, uh, to see what your take is on after spending a, a minute or two looking at Cincinnati and, and what you think they'll uh, bring to the table. Oh, no, he, he's got – he last night he took, I don't know how long, Pulling up all kinds of stats on Cincinnati. That's why I texted you today and said I hoped you had the Alabama stats ready because he's ready to lay it on us. All right, let's get <laughs> let's get to this big dog. What you got, Mister Dash? Okay. Talk to us about Cincinnati. So uh, they average thirty nine points a game. Uh, defense, they only give up sixteen points a game. Uh, they average 510 yards a game. Defense gives up 209 yards a game. Um, let me see what else I got here. They average 5.5 yards a carry, 180 yards per game on the ground. Um, let's see. Uh, overall ranks, the, uh, they rank seventh in points per game. Uh, 34 in yards per game, two in points per play. I didn't know that was a stat. Yards per play, 6.8. That's fifth in the country. Uh, fourth down conversion, 73%. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, How about the turnover dis- differential. Uh, let me see. I got it here somewhere. There's a lot of random stats here. Well, I don't see that. Oh, wait. Here we go. We need Joe Rogan and that guy, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Turnovers. Well, I actually don't see that on here. Okay. Well, they do have the fourth-ranked defense in the country. Alabama is 18. Um, but here's something that I figured y'all would find interesting. Strength of schedule, Alabama one, Cincinnati 45. Yes. I think that tells the story. That was going to be one of my questions there, you know, looking at where Cincinnati ranks defensively, I wondered what their strength of schedule would be. So that, I mean, that can be a plus and that can also be a minus. Um, I think, I think one of the things, uh, in my mind that really rings true is how battle tested is Cincinnati? I mean, I know uh, I know they're undefeated. What was their? Did you look up what their closest game? Their closest game is probably going to be it's going to be the Notre Dame game, twenty four to thirteen. So twenty four thirteen, and that's a uh, well, and then they had twenty eight twenty with Tulsa. Yeah, that was Tulsa, probably Tulsa. Tulsa played a lot of people tough this year, though. Yeah, so. Uh, I did check out uh, their opponent's overall record and added it up. 73 and 81. 
so their they their opponents overall have a basically losing, losing, record. losing record. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, you know, all, all that is all that does have something to do with it, but I mean, their stats don't lie, and I just uh, I I don't know if we're gonna blow them out. I think they're a really good team, so we'll see. I believe well, the key. You, go ahead, Uncle Bill. Well, you you think about how many teams have a guy with the speed of Jamison Williams. <laughs> Their, their defensive – I know they talk about how good the secondary is. Georgia's was supposed to be good too, but they didn't – they couldn't match Jamison's speed. That makes a difference. It's all there, it's all there to, uh, you know, go ahead and predict a victory, but I just – I don't oh, know, man. It's going to be Keep it. I'm just not going to do it. I ain't doing it. Well, and a big question is going to be who, t- who fills in for James Mechie as far as being productive. Absolutely. That is, that's definitely one of the questions that we're going to have to find out. And I know, I, I mean, I would imagine that I, I would say Brooks probably is going to be <coughs> the Jimmy starter. Holden. So, you know, with that being said, Oh, you know, one of the other things that uh, one of the other things we have to say on the podcast before we jump right back into that is congratulations to Bryce Young for winning the, the Heisman trophy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, first QB ever at Bama. Yeah, out of all the great Q, uh, quarterbacks we've had, um, I was proud of. Uh, I, you know, I like to say I'm proud of somebody, but really proud for somebody for them to accomplish what they set out to do, and for him to do that um, as a sophomore, I think is extremely impressive. Would you agree, Josh? Of course, I would agree. Yeah, man. Uh, what did Tebow win one as a freshman? Yeah. Uh, no, he was a sophomore, I think. I think he was uh, the first sophomore yeah, in it. Because he uh, played behind old Chris Leak. Yep. 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 Well, yeah, well, I'm proud of him, man. I'm, uh, I'll be more proud of him if he wins the national championship. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll tell you, you know, relative to the, the Heisman Trophy conversation, I was just beside myself that um, that our guy, um, Will Terminator, yeah, Will Anderson, I was, try- I was searching for his uh, – <laughs> for his nickname and then it, it had dawned on me that josh said he had never seen terminator so then i was gonna say his name instead but i with will anderson not even being in you know one of the four chairs it just blew me away um, especially since they had that michigan goober head up there oh, yeah, yeah that that guy couldn't even statistically compare to will anderson and you know that knowing that he played in the same, you know, in the SEC, Will does, knowing that he what he did against George and what he did all year, I just Man. thought that was a I thought that was a letdown. Well, the one that well say what network pushed him. <laughs> he they wanted him in and they got him in. <coughs> and, Would that and be ESPN? Would that be uh, ESPN who wanted him there? Well, they were making a big deal out of him that one, the last game day, that week of game day that yes, I remember against Ohio State. Yes, they That's were like making know. him out to be the best player in the league, and <coughs> well, yeah. you know, just looking at uh, looking at the production for Alabama for the season, it looks like uh, we average about six point seven yards of play we had 65 offensive touchdowns 
and we average about 495 yards um, a game. And I would say that is uh, that to me is is extremely Im- impressive. Looking at not, not to mention or coupling that with the idea that we had, you know, strength of schedule was number one. So um, overall, I think it is. Uh, I think Alabama truly is set up here. Um, I'm glad they control their own destiny. I do agree with the rest of the group that I mean, you know, in the playoffs, everybody's O and O. So you, we have to go out there and play with some bad intentions. So um, we, A, dominate Cincinnati, and B, really give the winner of uh, the other game uh, against Georgia and Michigan <laughs> something to think about. And um, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if the if the COVID um, protocol is going to have any effect on the group or not. I know last year we went through it with uh, coach Saban during the week of Auburn um, and they adapted well. So I think he will have the necessary uh, plan in place. I know that he already has an offensive line coach there on staff that he's going to be working in. That's worked with the team in the past. So I would say by all accounts, um, Alabama is poised to play um, a very formidable Cincinnati team uh, compete, and as long as they remain focused, they're going to go out and they're going to absolutely kick some tail. I think all we got to do this week is uh, lie. If anybody uh, comes down with uh, the Omicron cold or um, Omnitron, whatever it's called. The- I think it's Omnicorp, isn't it? Omnicorp. If they come down with this little cold, they just lie and say it was a negative and uh, everybody be fine <laughs> because they're the best, you know, they're in the best shape out of any humans on the planet. Yep. Also, the key for Georgia against Michigan is to score more points than Michigan by the end of the game. That is hard-hitting and insightful news brought to you by Josh Moran on the Bama Sports Review. <laughs> I like to bring the deep, the deep, 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 deep analysis. <laughs> you know, when it comes oh, I to I this, had one uh, more thing. I had one more thing. Yep, yep. Is it yep. fair to say that ESPN is racist because they put – a cisgender white male from Michigan in the Heisman race instead of a black man from Alabama. It's fair to say that it appears ESPN cares a lot about wokeness, but they did not apply those rules to, uh, to pushing the Will Anderson narrative. And his Um, stats were actually better, correct? Yeah, Will Anderson's stats. Yeah, yes, were they're bad. way better. Oh, yeah, they're yes. way better. Well, they were actually doing the opposite because he was the only white guy, so they had to include everybody. Nah, man, the, the way they talk, <laughs> dude, it should have been all like Asian trannies that don't even play sports. No, but you think Desmond played at Michigan, Herb Strait played at Ohio State, uh, Lee Corso coached at Indiana. So, who are they going to push? I think I saw Lee Corso hanging out with Biden the other day. He don't know where he's at. I know. Neither one of them did. You can't let those two lose on the sidewalk. That that is the intent. One of the intents behind the beauty of competitive sports and athletics is, you know, if you've got a great story, showcase that. But when it comes down to it, you put the best people forward and allow their body of work 
to talk, allow their actions on the field to That's talk right. about what they are doing. And that is that is what we as a as a country need to get back to is uh, not everybody gets a trophy, but, you know, allow the competition, allow the grit, allow the tenacity, allow the perseverance and the resilience to be built into our children uh, once again, because we are as a society creating frail beta males that, uh, that don't have the, the blood of leadership coursing through their veins. And this is the pl- this is the place where you see a lot of that is in athletics. Um, but there, you know, there's a danger in both in athletics and, and for the military that we just don't have those young men, that brand of young man being, built anymore i mean fortunately you know um there are there's places in the the country that still believe in hard work and dedication and uh resiliency and overcoming you know and and we do get to see a lot of that in sports but with all that with all that being said it's it it's about letting the stats speak for themselves and then the best player in college football and i i guess you could argue for a while that the heisman really hasn't been about that but you know, this is me, a homer, an Alabama homer, just really <laughs> frustrated that Will Anderson was not in the conversation because he truly, truly deserved to be. And I don't I don't know if there's enough Heisman uh, alumni to vote to make a difference. But obviously the people um, like the sports writers and whatnot, they have a vote. I think they are quite a bit more in number than the oh, Heisman yeah. candidates themselves. And it's just garbage. We're not going for the best human being or the best person's story. Okay, that sounds harsh, but this is somebody, this is like fixing it when in boxing with the judges. This is somebody's career. This is something that they've worked to achieve. And you take that away when you don't allow um, their body of work to speak and, and put it and put them where they belong. And I just, I did not agree I'm sure he's a great kid. If he was my family, I would have been happy that he was there. Um, however, Will Anderson was clearly more deserved based on his stats and his body of work to be in New York, not this young man. Man, they uh, all play for Jim Harold or whatever his damn name is, the Harbaugh. <laughs> screw him. Screw Michigan. Screw him. Uh, they're they're all racist white people. MAGA fucking bigots, man. <laughs> they were just excited because they finally beat Ohio State. So I mean, yeah, it's like, what has he been there ten years, and you finally put one together, and you it, it you couldn't go away without sending a guy up, you know? Yeah, they almost nominated him for the Heisman. And 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 in fact, they that probably was his nomination. To tell you the truth, Will Anderson deserved to be there. Um, obviously. My my butt cracks on fire because he wasn't. But uh, all in all, uh, Bryce Young, he is the man who earned the trophy and deservedly so. His body of work itself, it, it spoke for itself as well. Quincy, you got a flaming butthole over there? Yeah. Hey, well, they were talking. It'll be hard for Bryce to win it next year because he'll have to have better stats than this year. Well, he might have better stats, though. Well, but, but you think about the stats he had this year and going to have to be a whole lot better 
next year to win it. But we we got a sort of young team. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, <coughs> I'm thinking that the odds may ever be in his favor to to win it again if he uh if this offensive line um mirrors what it looked like at Georgia, could you imagine giving him that much time against the defensive front like Georgia and he could just throw on anybody? I mean, the backup is going to be getting a lot of work is is what would happen. Um but I'm I'm definitely rolling with the tide. Obviously, I looked at the 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 athletic. They had about 15 people pick. One person picked Cincinnati. Um, I'm definitely picking Alabama to win. And I I believe we've been battle tested like no other team in the country. And True. Uh, that Alabama can go. They can definitely um, if if they are focused, they can have their way with Cincinnati. And then you know then the conversation turns to Georgia. Or Michigan. And and I'll go ahead and say, I think whoever comes out of that game is going to be tired. Because that's probably going to be a dog fight. Well, I mean, no pun intended. It, is, it will be a dog fight. <laughs> <laughs> a dog wolverine fight. Oh, yeah. but, uh, but I agree. I think the physicality of that game may take a toll. Um, but let's just understand, if, if it is Georgia and Alabama um, – the They're gonna be out for blood. They are going to have a chip on their shoulder because of what we've done to them earlier in the season. So that'll be a lot of fun to talk about. But but first, the Cincinnati Bearcats need to be dominated. All right, anybody? So Josh does not want to uh, put a score up on the game. Um, I'm going to say Bama by a few. Bama what kind of prediction is that? That's very vague. You can't really mess Bama, that up. Bama by, Bama by 10. Bama by 10. Okay, I'll have to text that over. Uncle Bill, what is your prediction for the game? Uh, I'm watching him think right now. Don't lose it for us, Uncle Bill. 31 to 24 all right i'll take all right, all right i'll take that i'll take that holy cow josh bama by 10 damn oh i said by a little uncle bill 31 24 bama austin what do you got for me uh i think it's going to be more like that ohio state game uh i think it's going to be 44 to 24. 44-24. And Quincy Moran says it's going to be 49-13. to 13. Are you serious? Yep. He just lost the game for us. You loser. If if they lose. Austin doesn't matter. Me. He's not a Bama fan. You, hey, I just you want just to point out, him. West Virginia had a higher strength of schedule than Cincinnati. <laughs> Found that out while I was doing my research. He just and killed they me. Played some of the seven eight teams in the Alabama in high school. Quincy well, just Quincy just Quincy just went uh, cocky Bama fan on it. We're gonna lose. No, 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 no. That is not. That's not cocky. That's understanding that. Uh, well, I'll, I'll see. I'll see. I'll. We'll see. Yep. No. 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 That is. That is me. That's me understanding. Screwing we, us. We will come into this game focused, and. Uh, you know, it may start out a little. I sloppy. swear, when we go down ten to nothing, I'm gonna, I am gonna Facetime you with my ass crack in the phone. <laughs> it's not gonna look much different than it normally does on our conversation. 
Um, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> With that being I guess said, I, hey, I guess I walked into that one. Good thing I didn't walk into my butt crack on the phone. Hey, I got a couple of shout outs to Josh. Josh. All right. Hey. Shout out to the Los Angeles Lakers. Losers about five a, in a row. I know. It's just so fun to. There. And a shout out to the Alabama men's basketball team. I just wish they wouldn't have lost the other day. Look, they can't they're playing, rebound. They're playing a tough schedule, man. So no, look, they can't rebound. They can't shoot a free throw. Two basic they're, fundamentals. They're going to start throwing graduate assistants. Yeah, they they haven't looked too good the last two games or three games. Yeah, they got to get it right. Well, I just thought I'd shout out to you. The Lakers well, are awesome. I am. I'm totally enjoying the Lakers really being crap. And then, uh, you know, and then the Bama though basketball. That's that's a little tougher to swallow. But well, we'll see. Uh, La Bummer, La Bummer, James, the king and name only of basketball, who's not as good as Michael Jordan. Um, no, if he's he, not as good as Kobe. If he no. No, he's not as good as Kobe. I agree. If uh, if he's there and he loses the next 100 games for the Lakers, I am okay with that, even as a Laker fan, because um, I just what's, have never never what's been. Funny, a, what's funny to me is ever since Doctor Bus, you know, passed away, they've been fumbling around, yada yada. Yeah, they got that one championship, but I don't even feel like that was a real one. No, um, that was a fake championship. That was that was ridiculous. And then now. Genie Bus goes out and hires the who's who of who used to be good. And it's like, you thought that was going to work, really? You- yeah. I, I heard they were going to trade uh, Russell Westbrook for three custodians and a ball boy. <laughs> I don't care what they do. I'm done being a Lakers fan. I don't even watch NBA right now. It's, oh, I don't watch it either. Well, is, I it, hate fair, it. is it fair to say that uh, – First, Le- LeBron broke the Lakers, and then he broke Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam was already broke, but he broke it worse. Space Jam was awesome. The first one with MJ. Come on, make ah, that go Plus, they showed the Birmingham Barons in that first movie, which was awesome because I've been there. All right, that's it. We have the predictions. So this week, as we move towards 2022. Your Alabama Crimson Tide seeks to set out on number – oh, Lord, is it number 18 already? I is thought it was number 19. I think it is number 19. And then Coach Saban know. goes for what, number eight? Eight. Oh, my gracious. So, so are we going to be on Friday or Saturday? The 31st is our game. Yeah, I know that. Josh Richardson's going to be in town, man. I ain't going to be uh, – but just do it Saturday. Oh, you're talking about the game. Do it Saturday. Oh, you're talking about the podcast. Let's do it Saturday. Actually, Saturday yeah, Saturday afternoon, preferably. Sounds good. We'll dial it up. We'll try to work with your schedule, okay? Well, my best – I ain't seen my best friend all year. He's coming out, so I ain't doing it Friday night. That's, That's no. awesome, dude. I hope he's you – uh, He's going to the game, but uh, he's coming back. Him that. and Brennan are com- coming back here uh, after the game. So, yeah, dude, you are in a great spot because you are five minutes from the stadium. So that's awesome. So I'll just go pick him up. And we're going to come back here and watch the second game. Excelente. Uh, well, Josh, why has Coach Saban not contacted you 
to make sure anybody with the COVID is nowhere around. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be up at the hotel. I done talked to Saves today, man. Okay. Cool. okay. Hey, so the last time I got his little was... Debbie order. I'm going to bring it to him in the morning. <laughs> the, the last time I remember. <laughs> Last time I remember Josh, you know, being this close to an Alabama game, which it might have been last year, he was getting us kicked out of a hotel, shaking DJ Fluker's hand. Yeah, and if y'all would have not just, if y'all just would have followed my lead and acted like you belonged in the hotel instead of being little bitches and, and walking in the hotel looking we were, like you should be thrown out of the hotel, I walked in and was acting like I, I fucking was there. And this was one lady said something to him. They're like, no, we don't stay here. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we stay here. We're just going to our room. And they're, they, yeah. you know, right after I said that to her, they're like, no, we don't. <laughs> well, you're the reason we got booted out of there, but you are the because same you reason. guys didn't follow my lead like we had planned when we walked in the door. We didn't plan on walking up to one of the players right away. We we were walking in there to. Well, the whole like reason we, we were there is to see the players. There they I were. Know, we I walked needed, up to them. We needed to walk in there like we belong, not walk straight up and go fanboy. But hey, I got mine said, in. Did you did you talk to anybody? Because I did. Well, that being said, I also <laughs> appreciate that you got me Coach Saban's autograph and gave him a cold that day. Yes, because the same exact thing happened there. You you freaked out, and when and when there's any pressure, you were like ah. When it's when it comes to meeting celebrities, Josh is my go-to guy. I could they're not just go, people, man. I'll kick saving in his knee, bro. I couldn't go no, to Sean Alexander. <laughs> nah, he'd murder me, dude. I'm scared to kick Sabes. I tell you this, I I didn't have the guts to go up. up to Sean Alexander get an autograph, but Josh did it. I didn't have the guts to go up and get an autograph from Nick Saban. Josh did it, but we did both go up and get autographed. Or I got an autograph and we took a picture with uh, Eli Gold. So that was pretty. Hey, awesome. you want to know why? You want to know? I don't have a Saban autograph or a Sean Alexander autograph. I know. I was praising you for getting that for me. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you do you want that Sean Alexander autograph? It's worthless now, dude. Why? He was a great at Alabama. He was just a, he was just the MVP of the NFL, dude. He sucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna keep saving. I'll keep. Nah, saving you can that. have him, dude. I don't want him. You said all you sat by him the whole plane ride, though, and that that was pretty annoying that you didn't even say hello to him. No, I didn't sit by him. He was obviously in first class. I just didn't have the guts to go back up there. I sat across uh, from him in the airport. And I did not even know it. I was really, really sick. And I didn't even know it was him. I sat right across from him. And, uh, yeah, I'm just not – when it comes to celebrities, I had a chance to meet Sylvester Stallone at the Ritz-Carlton, and I couldn't bring myself to do it. It was too much of a chance. Are you – what? Yeah. Are, yep. What? Couldn't do it, bro. Couldn't do okay. it. Okay. I'm out of here. All right, boys. Have yourself oh, a – Next Saturday, Saturday, right? And uh, Next Saturday. we're going to do tight. this on uh, New Year's, the first day of 2022. This has been the Bama Sports Review, brought to you by the Moran Brothers, Wild Bill and his Bama Bullet Points, and the man, the myth, the legend, Austin Hammerdash. Roll Tide. Roll, roll Tide, tide bro.